Welcome to Be The Man Podcast, the place for men who desire to create an impact in this world. I am your host, Tim Holloway, and every day I'm going to lead you to a call to action. In a time where our families and communities are suffering due to men failing to be the man, this podcast explores what it really means to be the man. All right. Happy Thursday. Welcome back to the podcast. Glad to be back at you again. So we are going into the man question of the day. It goes like this. I'm always being put down because I'm not masculine enough. What should I do? You know, the crazy thing about this question is that we are totally out of high school and even out of college. And there's still this bullying or looking down upon other men going on in adulthood. So what should you do? You see, there's this idea of masculinity of being hunting and fishing and stuff like that. But as we know deep within our hearts that these sort of activities don't make us a man. And so if you're being put down for not being masculine enough, ask yourself, are you living up to your core values? Do you have convictions? Are you being the best possible man that you can be? And just because you don't like to hunt or you don't like to fish, that doesn't mean anything. The best thing you could do is just do you. Be the man that you were created to be. All right, so we are in the man quote of the day, and it goes like this. You can tell the greatness of a man by what makes him angry, and this is brought to you by Abraham Lincoln. I can imagine that slavery made him pretty angry on the inside, and so it motivated him to do something about it. You see, anger is a good thing. Now, what we do with that anger could be highly detrimental to our health and to the health of others, but the mere uh, fact of anger can be a positive emotion if directed towards the right thing. For example, if children being abused angers you, then that's a good thing. Uh, Women being propagated in the sex trade and stuff like that, if that angers you, if that bothers you, then that's probably a good thing. In fact, it'd be a good thing if a lot more men would get angry about something. And that is stop being passive. Stop sitting on the sidelines. Let the anger burn inside of you for something that can begin to make a difference in this world. So harness your anger and direct it towards a passion that can bring about a greater good. And this is a powerful, powerful thing. All right, man. So we are going to get into the topic of expectations, expectations, expecting positive things to happen in your life. But before we do that, I got to talk about a little Facebook comment. So somebody who heard my podcast on money and my perspective on it didn't like it very much. And so I just wanted to read the comment and, of course, comment on that. So um, if anybody, just for uh, example out there, wants to criticize or bash or or have a different thought, I'm going to bring it up. And so this is not uh, an animosity to you in any way, but this is my podcast. This is my voice and this is where I get to speak. So 
So I got this uh, comment on my podcast about money. I hope you got a place for a rebuttal on your podcast. People that have money can sit there and talk about the dollar bill and tell you what and when you don't have it. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but you kind of get the gist of it. When all that you want is a blank and you want to find a dollar. So what I gather from this is kind of a little bit confusing, but it's nice for me to sit there and talk about money when I got a bunch of it. And that for those been out there struggling to get some money, all they want to do is get some money. And so this person left me a nice, nice little one on my podcast. I guess they didn't like the responsibility that I talk about when it comes to financial. Here's the bottom line is that there's nobody responsible for my bank account, but me, and there's nobody responsible for your bank account, but you, you are the one personally responsible. And so if you don't like the results that you're getting, then you need to try something different or do something um, better or adjust your strategy because it's not working. And so the bottom line is this, if I didn't have enough money, then I would see if I'm spending it, if I'm um, spending it wisely or doing things uh, uh, appropriate with it. I'm going to ask myself, am I doing the things necessary to build my bank account? And so that is it. And so when I was talking about money, I'm talking about personal responsibility. And this guy that made this comment, I would ask him, what are you doing to create the wealth and the financial security that you desire? Because it's not the government's fault. It's not your daddy's fault. It's not even the job economy's fault within the area that you live in. It is your responsibility. And that's all I'm saying. And if you don't like that message, I might not be your cup of tea. So guess what? Don't drink from me. So we are getting into our topic of the day. So I'll read just a tad bit of a paragraph. You might be a pansy if you leave negative comments on Facebook. No, I'm just playing. If you don't expect anything out of your life, you don't have expectations for yourself and others. Three hots and a cot is fine with you. I'm going to stop right there because we're going with this because we're talking about financial responsibility and owning your life. Um, when I was a teenager, I was pulled out of the poverty mindset. So I was born broke on welfare, food stamps, all that stuff uh, until a teenager. Um, and if you want to hear about that story, you can go back. I believe it's episode three. But what began to take place and where I got this comment was from was this is that you were made for more than three hots in a cot. And this is something that my mentor told me that you should seek and desire more out of life. And every all the men that surrounded me and everything that was around my life was that just be satisfied with three hots in a cot. What that means is just be happy that you ate today. And you got a little corner cot to sleep in. Now, I don't know about you, but I want something more out of life. And that builds inside of me an expectation. 
And that is an expectation for the future to create bigger and better things and expansion. I want to be healthier tomorrow or next week than I am today. I want to have a powerful marriage that keeps on growing and expanding. And so this idea of three hots in a cot or just be satisfied and content with what you have is a spiritual idea, but it keeps you stagnant and it keeps you in the same place. So expectations. When you look at your life and you look at the future, what do you see? Because here's the crazy thing that if you don't see it, if you can't visualize it, then you're not going to be able to grasp it. You see, everything that we achieve or we grasp, it it takes place in the mind first. And once I can begin to see that thing, see that house, see that relationship, see that body, see that bank account. Once I can begin to visualize that and see that that I I have stepped into the first step to actually obtaining it. And that is believing that it can happen for me and actually expecting my life to turn out according to the way I visualize it. Now, this is hard for some people. All they do is expect negative things to take place in their life. And they expect a negative future, a negative relationship, their health to fail, their money to disappear rapidly out of their bank account. And they begin to ponder and think about all of these things and what begins to take place. Exactly what they feared. Here's the fact and reality of life. If we obsessively fear, fear something, that thing will come upon us. If we excessively think about and expect the positivity things, the positive things to happen, it too will come upon us. So here's the reality that we pretty much get what we believe we deserve. We get what we believe we deserve. And so we have to settle in in a heart this, that I am worthy and deserving of good things. Once we begin to settle this thought and this idea, then we will begin to expand and we will begin to grow. So one of my daughters, she, um, she says she has bad luck and she says it a lot and that she is so unlucky. So it was funny the other day because, um, she started talking like this and I threw some money on the floor and uh, I said, Whoa, my goodness. Like, look how lucky you are today. And it's funny that whatever belief system we have, we, it's almost like the world gives us what we believe. And if we believe that we are unlucky, we're going to go ahead and continue having the same luck that we have. And so it takes a mindset shift. It, it takes changing our belief systems and our paradigms because you are going to get what you believe you deserve. And so if you have a mindset that is expecting the worst, that is believing that um, there's plenty of bad things stored up for your future and that are going to come upon you, then you need to own that. 
and understand that the a paradigm of belief system shift needs to take place. And what be, needs to happen is a hope. You see, you may have hoped in the past and you may have had your hope dashed to pieces. And that's where the cynical attitude comes from, that I'm not going to hope for anything. Therefore, I'm not going to be disappointed. And so that kind of thinking, that kind of mindset can guarantee that you're going to expect bad things to happen to you. But hope is this. Hope is the positive expectation of something good in my future and that I am worthy and deserving of those good things. And not only that, that I could begin to see them in my heart and in my mind, and then I could set a course of action to go pursue those things because they are rightfully mine. Mm, powerful thought. So the challenge today is this. Look at your belief system. Look at your paradigm. Look at what you're expecting in your life. And if it's critical and if it's negative, begin to shift the mindset towards positive and believe and expect good things to happen for you. 